Why not let the folks themselves ask for something that they like to hear? We are knee deep in a pool of stagnation. Ah, no, no, wait a minute, friends. You don't want to hear that, do you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Hi, guys, my name is Stephen Smith, and this is Objectively Incorrect, One Extra. All right, go okay, ahead. so I was asking, <laughs> man, I was asking what more can um, the small community do? Think it is a very small community. What more can we do to um, help um, that small community? Because all of our communities intertwine, as we were previously saying. Sometimes you may have your secret partner, but then you come home to your. Main squeeze, squeeze. Mm-hmm. and unfortunately, they are a victim of whatever you do in your secret corner. So, what can we do as a community to help people with their sexual, everybody, including um, MSNs, with their um, sexual health? Ah, oh boy. Okay. Um. First of all, we need to do a lot. But regardless <laughs> of, of what we do, people will always cheat. It is within human nature to cheat because the, there's the allure of the mysterious and the stuff and the, and the forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. So even if one partner is not straying out to have sex with a partner of the same sex, they're still straying and there's still the chance of bringing home some sort of STI. Mm-hmm. Now, specifically about the MSM community, be more open-minded. Not... The, the gay community, within, especially within black Caribbean communities, gets such a bad stigma because the members outside the community have a perception of that community from the most visible members. And they are usually the most flamboyant, flamboyant mm-hmm. vocal, and vocal loud. loud. And so... They're not is, a good representation. Right. No. So, they, so much like how... And how did we even get that? Sorry, um, I keep on asking these like where and how. Okay, let me but, get. But but we do have for the black community specifically, or maybe any community, we do have that. When we think of a gay person, we think of somebody loud, snappy, antsy, lots of antics, very mm-hmm, flamboyant mm-hmm. man dressed in female clothes with hideous makeup. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not even talk I didn't about add that. that part. I don't know what happened. But it's true. That's what it's we true, think true. about. Yeah. Yeah, okay. drag, and you, you and you got your ankle, and like that's an we indicator if you're if you're gay. Yeah, like you got your you're very effeminate, Lim- limp-wristed. Yes, yes, yes. yes. These are all stereotypes, really. There mm-hmm. are the, the the gay community is a spectrum. It is yeah, a it's really diverse. wide variety of personalities and characteristics and traits, body types, mannerisms, um, uh, wants, dislikes, wants, dislikes, and things that you're interested in. There are vocabulary. There are gay <laughs> men who will be out there playing basketball and football and cricket who are driving cars, who are in the police force, who are in the clergy, who are, yeah! all, who are all over the Come place. Come on now. Of course not. The, the clergy is holy. There's, no, there's nobody in <laughs> is there. Is that with or without the E? Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Anyway, the, like I said, the gay community is everywhere, and there is no one picture of a, a, a gay man. However, the most visible ones are the characters, as you mentioned before, which are usually um, exaggerated, effeminized. Mm-hmm. And so, much like how, as I was telling Stephen earlier, certain white groups might who have never encountered a black person might see only the black images on TV so they think that all black people are athletes or thugs or rappers mm-hmm. no you got a wider spectrum of black person you have a wider spectrum of gay person so my my my, my plea as is, you said before most of us exist in the gray right mm-hmm. then my plea is just to be more open minded and mm-hmm. 
A, homosexuality is not contagious. So sitting next to a gay person doesn't mean that A, he wants to have sex with you because more often than not, they don't. And B, it doesn't mean that you're going to become gay either. No one becomes gay like that. Mm. You are what you are. If you haven't figured it out yet, well, that's for you and your journey. And I hope you find someone who can help you on that journey in a healthy, productive manner. Mm-hmm. Because uh, as with all sexualities, there are gonna be people. Be, 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 there are gonna be people who will prey on persons who are trying to find their way and take advantage of them. And mm-hmm. once they're done with them, they toss them by the wayside, and that person is broken. Mm-hmm. Much like you know pedophiles. But anyway, but either way, man, uh, that just remind me of what we're watching right now. Uh, oh my uh, by, god that's our next story but let's go continue yeah. Jason so yeah my, it's just be more open and be willing to have a conversation many young men of all um, affinities are going through a lot because they don't have anyone to talk to they have all these questions they have and all they, these feelings and all of these mm. feelings and all of these fears because they don't have anyone and the, and they don't have anyone who can guide them who can who can say, hey, 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 it's, it's okay. It's not as bad as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Look, tell me what's wrong. There's none of that. There's none of that support they, system. They, and and uh, let me tell you something. As you've seen from these queen shows in St. Kitts, kitticians are one judgy set of people. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> one yeah. judgy set of people. Yeah, the yeah. second yeah. that they perceive anything, it's gospel and they run with it. It's true. I would want to feel like... um. I would want to feel, and this is my honest hope, that we get better. That's my, that's my thing. I want to feel like we are becoming better. Because we have not been... When I was younger, I was never exposed to, to, to any gay, positive anything. You know, it's all negative. It was all, that day is this, and bam, bam, bam. And you, you, you almost objectify the gay man as to say, this is the sign of something that is bad. Mm-hmm. All right? Versus this is a person. And, and, and I'm sorry, but fairly, re- not just a fairly recently, I've been, I've been working since, whenever. When I, when I left college is when I finally started to understand. When I became friends with a when gay person. When did you leave college? I left too. college when I was 18, I think. I think I was 18. No, so how, we talking how many about years? years? Ago was that? <laughs> we're talking about a lot of years ago. That's like two, 14, almost 15 years ago. You young people. Yeah, we're young, right? Jason's, Jason's been working for 21 years. I'm just talking about 15 of those 21 years. <laughs> but it's only recently when I, when I became friends with a gay person did I start to understand that this person is a person with real feelings. Mm. Like, it's not just like, oh, I'm gay and uh, I'm just trying to get every single guy, you know, to be gay. You know, it, it was like, this person, he has feelings, he has, it was a him, sorry, let me just clarify, he, it was a him, and he had real feelings, he went through relationships, he went through heartbreak, he went through trauma, he went through stigma, he went through discrimination, he went through all kinds of things, and he had to live through that, and still smile, mm-hmm. you know, and still have that sort of courage to still make it to the, the, the other day. You know, he would have bad encounters. People would try to, you know, destroy him. They would try to, you know, bring about like negative, um, do negative things to him. And then, you know, just, just point and laugh and these kind of things. So like, I agree with Jason 100%. We need to have the open dialogue between folks of, of the gay community and folks of the straight community and understand that the, the similarities between us might be way more, not might, ah way more than the, than the differences. And I would also like to you know expand it to beyond the gay community. Does that make me an advocate? 
I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, there is a trans community within St. Kitts that's off. It's a small community, but very, very there. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they get the support that they need either. Mm. Um, I guess many of them are just seen and not seen. And we need to be supportive of all of our brothers and sisters. We have, we have a trans... I'm thinking about trans. Yes, we do. Okay. Like okay. Trans female? We have trans females in St. Kitts? We have trans We have. We, we have do have. Women. We do have trans people. Trans here. women, yes. We have trans women here. We have trans we, women. We've had, we've, had, we've had people who went and did the entire surgery here. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. Yes, we do. As Sorry, my I, mind, did, I, I was thinking, I'm like, well, as man, my I mind got it. begets to be blown. It's yeah. a small community, but it is there. It's it very is there. there. Yeah. But then in sync is wouldn't it be a small community? Of course. If you yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean, it's like forty five thousand of us. Yeah, Not even that much in so the two you, countries. We have a tra- a handful of trans people, but, but then still. you could imagine being so lonely. Yeah, I, exactly. And unrepresented and feeling insignificant if you don't have any. Which is why I want to advocate for the support because they're people too. Yeah. And you have everybody goes through the daily struggles of putting food on your table, keeping the lights on. And that's difficult enough. Right. When you trying to find love and all enough. Right. You add, you 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 add that mess of trying to find love. It becomes way more complicated right. and, and difficult. And, and then you have the added stress of just interacting with people because people are going to be giving you the funny looks mm. or they're going to try to not give you the funny looks. Which, and, is, which is equally, equally, equally awkward. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. And it, it, is, it is going to be a difficult process, mm-hmm. but I just wish that people would just be willing to have the discussion, just have the, the communication, just have the conversation with persons who are different to you mm-hmm. and be respectful mm-hmm. remember that first and foremost that people, should be the core yeah we are all people, people. Mm-hmm. you cut us we bleed you tickle us we laugh i, I don't tickle is that true I, I don't tickle but you tickle you i don't you tickle. laugh yeah i don't laugh because when i tickle you certain spots yeah you do i don't have any spots this <laughs> sounds like a whole nother show folks <laughs> This is the late night show that you were talking about. <laughs> Not bad. Only, only after adult swim time, like 10, <laughs> 10 o'clock onwards. Check us at the 10 but o'clock. But yeah, we're all, we're all human beings. And yeah. I think it, sh- it starts there. It starts with respecting everybody and respecting people's different opinions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it does take um, a level of maturity. Let me say, because I think me and Stephen, we grew up pretty similar. Mm-hmm. We grew up in mm-hmm. a Christian household. Mm-hmm. And of course, my first introduction to homosexuality was with fire and brimstone fire and brimstone mm. of course mm-hmm. and i did know. carry i did run with it for some time me until i got a little older and i got exposed to different things and then like i'm i i i, I, I wake up one day and i have a friend who's gay mm-hmm. and you know through conversation and constantly being around that person like my you whole re, you perspective exactly yeah, you my whole perspective on on homosexuality and you, you just know, got yeah. one of it the changes it changed dramatically. dramatically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. One of the things I would like to point out at this point is that there is a misconception that has been um, propagated, particularly by people in certain off in high positions, that these alternate sexualities, quote unquote, are choices. It's not a choice. Mm-hmm. 
I have heard persons who, in well-meaning, would say, well, we don't, we don't discriminate about anybody. I mean, it's, if they, it's their choice. If they want to go and have sex with, with their own gender, sure, mm. they can go. To, That's no. a big point. Let's back up a little. Mm. Um, not their choice. No one chooses to be gay or lesbian or bisexual. It just is. I mean, you as a straight person, did you choose to be straight? Or did it just happen? Maybe you chose to be straight. I, think I didn't shows. think I have a ch- I didn't think I had a choice. To uh, you just get some fellas start to check you and you're just like that's oh, it. Oh, Steven. <laughs> I just feel like it just happened naturally. Exactly. And that is exactly it. It just happens. So no, so you don't think any anybody has a choice? Anybody has any choice, any choice at all in it? I don't believe I mean, that. I'm more and more believing that <laughs> homosexuality and stuff like that is on a spectrum. Yes. I'm it- I'm more I'm more believing that no. I'm more believing like Here's straight and here's gay and all of us are somewhere plotted on the graph. In between mm-hmm. here, but yeah, you, that, that's why I feel. But I've, it's more like you you are dropped there rather than you jump there. No mm. one no one chooses where they want to end up on the spectrum. They just appear there, mm. and it is all about finding that support to help you live your life while you're there on that spectrum. Whether you're straight, gay, lesbian, bi, or anywhere in between and beyond. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, there are some people who just can't wrap their minds around it. Yeah, because it, it again, anything that's outside the norm is gonna be is gonna be faced with some level of um of of, of you know, hey, the gay. What what are you saying? Are you gay? How does that work? Because you don't understand <laughs> it. It's it's difficult. You don't empathize with something mm. that you don't understand. understand mm-hmm. You know, and 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 you you're telling me you don't you know you have sex with men. It's like. So you, you choose to have sex with men? Like, but I also feel like, I also feel like if we approached it even on like that mm-hmm. with curiosity, mm-hmm. like how does this work? Yes. Like yeah. we would reach, we'd make more progress as opposed to like, no. No. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, like, you're going to hell, you're demon. Repent! <laughs> don't and talk to me, don't touch shalt me. Be because it, I'll tell you, when uh, persons, especially older persons who are uh, in the MSM community or anywhere on the spectrum, if you approach them with respect and you are genuinely curious and you are genuinely, you, you want to learn about alternate um, sexualities different from yourself and you're respectful, I know that you can have a meaningful uh, and Discourse. positive conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and you as the, the the curious one will grow as a person of course mm-hmm. but the problem is um as i was telling steven people don't want to have their core beliefs shaken because you <laughs> you've lived your life along this narrow path and now that you've looked to the left and looked to the right you realize that the field goes out even further, further than you thought than you thought yeah oh do i really want to step out there yeah uh, like it blows your yeah, mind. Yeah, it blows your mind. Yeah. I, and that's so you said, but this show does just, it does do that for me all the time. Like, it's just, you you expose yourself to like different people, different perspectives, and you're like, well, my now where think, thinking was, it's just not going to work anymore. I have to be way more engaged. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much that I just don't, don't know. know. I don't even understand. Like, even now, we're talking, and something that you said earlier, I'm still reflecting on it in my mind. So if you see me like looking like, oh God, I'm still gauging, like, what the heck? Like, I never even thought about, like, the fact that you as, if you're a gay person and you can't express the fact that you're gay, 
that you have to run and hide and like if you get caught like what shame you would feel for feeling things that you felt for probably years on end mm -hmm. but you all of a sudden like somebody saw you and is like oh god i am completely ashamed my life is completely over when that's how you felt all the time yeah and in uh, to add to that in a case like that when you say your life is completely ov over some people go and make that a literal reality suicide attempts yeah, yeah. are a real thing i in fact i have had to counsel i remember one young fellow who was so uncomfortable at home so uncomfortable his mother didn't live with him it was just him his grandmother and his brother his brother was a gangster and was out almost every night on the street his grandmother was one of those fire and brimstone women. Hallelujah. yes mm -hmm. and he he was gay mm -hmm. uh, i say was because he's passed away now oh. and oh, no. yeah, yeah it's it, it's a tragic story i'll tell you guys off off air but um um Man. he and he and i would talk and he would tell me about you know, things he's gone through and questions he's been having and, and people that he's worried about and, you know, some of the encounters he's had and he was wondering, what should he do? What should, and I tried to counsel him and let him know that there is somewhere you can go to, to if you just need a so safe cool. space to talk mm -hmm. and to be. No judgment. I'm here to help. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm here to do. But uh -huh. if I can't help you unless you want. Yeah, you have to make, you, you have to make a... a, a an, an attempt. And I think there needs to be more of those safe spaces. People, I was just going to ask, there uh, is, to be there, a public, is yeah. there, there a public um, no, space system or, or space or that people could call? Or, and unfortunately, no. Because of the small society we are in. If, let's say, that John, Mary, and William decide that they want to help the MSM community mm -hmm. and they set up something that, you know, established... They have a house or a space somewhere and anyone can come in and talk if they have any kind of stress. Mm -hmm. This place is so small that eventually people are going to know that John, Mary, and William are talking to gay boys. So mm. anyone who you see talking to John, Mary, or William is a gay oh, boy. Oh, snap. I see what you're saying. So whether or not that person speaking to them is actually gay, that's the perception. Mm. So because there is this gossipy nature and this fear that's just woven throughout our society. Yeah. It really hampers any type of effort to reach out and support people who really need the support. Especially on a physical level. Right. Any type of support has to be done so secretively, so yeah. so discreetly like in order to be effective. It, it really like that's it just really sad. it's sad. It's it it's it's almost like just thinking about it is a state of depression for me. Yeah. Like that is like you. you and it, it fuels so much more understanding because there's so much people who like they, they participate in a bisexual mm -hmm. sort of arrangement to try to safeguard themselves from actually being what they want to be. I'm not saying every bisexual person it doesn't want to be bisexual, but I just know they're are especially guys who just suffer in a relationship that brings probably zero to little satisfaction just so that they could be covered. Yeah. from actually being with the person that they, they really want to be with. When we spoke to... When, we spoke to, when, when I spoke to Glenn Roy recently um, for that episode, he mentioned that. He said he was in a, a long-term relationship with someone who was with a woman. Like, he was in a relationship with a woman. He, got, he was looking to get married to this person. But the two of them were together. 
And that blew my mind. Like, what love triangle is this? We are together, but we can't publicly say that. We can't ever publicly say we are together. We would go away, shift away, move away. We'd do all kinds of things together, but it has to be under the guise of some sort of like friendship or just something different, right? Mm -hmm. He's with somebody that he loves and he's having a relationship to go toward a family with this person. But we are together and we've been together for years. You're okay with this because you're in a small community that's the only option you have. That is sad as hell. Yes, it is. It is very sad. And it's more common than you'd think. <laughs> it is. It is more common than you'd think. You would have men that are in long-term relationships with women, may have children, may have grandchildren, and have an outside relationship, which is which may be even more fulfilling for them yes. with somebody of the same gender, simply because they cannot pursue their heart with the person that they really want because society expects this, this. from them. I mean, <laughs> I, w I jumped into, into a friend of mine's Jeep the other day, and he said, oh, Jason, I'd like you to meet my girlfriend. And I had to do a double take. Oh, no, Jason. <laughs> and I said, oh, okay. And uh -huh. I, I just, I just oh, man. kept it moving. A beard. <laughs> yeah, there's a term, an American term called a beard, which is basically... That's how you describe it. Yeah, it's like a disguise. It's so, a disguise. Yeah, so... A, the, a relationship disguise. Yeah, yeah. So the, woman, the woman that you're with to make everybody think that you're together, but no, that's... Is that unfair? Yes, it's yes, very, it un it's unfair, well, and it's unfair for both parties. That's what I'm saying because I, I was I was about to I highlight that. I think that's a human. I think that I don't even think that's a gay question. I think that's a human, a human question. question. Yeah, because like, I mean, even within the heterosexual community, there's some there, some people are with somebody for the prestige of it, the prestige for the, the look. look. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Um, when they don't really get any fulfillment from that person, then of course you're robbing that person of their life and their hopes and dreams of finding somebody who really loves them and who really gets fulfillment from them. And then of course you, you're exhausted trying to live this double life. Mm -hmm. So I could only imagine even in the homosexual community must With that be love triangle. equally or even more so exhausting when you're not, imagine being not really physically attracted to a woman, but you have to psych up yourself up. every time. That is exhausting. Yeah, that's crazy. That is exhausting. But even for the woman who mm -hmm, is playing a, an, an involuntary role in this mm -hmm. whole scenario. Yep. Like, mm -hmm. you, you, you wake up one day, it's three, it's four, 40 years down, you'd already had this life planned out, your children big now, and now this person is telling you, well, for all this time, I was gay and I knew I was gay, but, like, I just wanted I to just not couldn't. be criticized yeah, and ostracized just, for I being gay. It is unfair. And I often feel sorry for the woman that's in this relationship mm. because she's been lied to. I mean, and it's not just because, okay, it's not limited to gay or bisexual relationships. Even when there's a woman on the side, it's unfair to the yeah. main woman. Yeah. But I feel sad for the woman because she's being lied to, and I feel sad for the guy because he is not able to freely go after who he really wants to go after. Mm -hmm. Many times, like you said, he's with the woman simply because it's what society expects mm -hmm. from him. So, mm -hmm. okay, this is what I want to do, but this is what I really want over mm -hmm. here. So what do I do? Mm -hmm. And your it's, balance. It's, 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 it's difficult. And I think one of the most... Um, the the realest one of the realest depictions of love I've ever seen, just just like this has to be love, like real real love was um on 
Orange is the New Black, I think it was. Oh, I, ha- Orange, I, I meaning to watch that, actually. Orange is the New Black, where this guy, um, his wife discovered that he really wanted to be a woman. Mm-hmm. And she loved him anyway. Like, she accepted him. Like, she that's, was heartbroken. Like, you know, for all part. these years, you were trying to be a man. You were, like, you know, I was mm. just a beard for you. But then she just loved him anyway. She let him wear his her clothes and she did his makeup. Heartbroken. Mm-hmm. But still, like, just... That's what real love is, I guess. Let me ask, though. Even though he wanted to identify as a woman, did he still love her? Not sexually. Oh, so he wasn't attracted to... Okay, no. so he was just fulfilling the role. Because, yeah. because yeah. you know, it is, it is absolutely possible to identify as a woman and want to live out your life as a woman, but still love the woman that you're with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Isn't Kate... Kate... Which, Kate, Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin isn't Caitlin attracted Caitlin to? Yeah, I would assume so. I really don't know. I really don't know what her relationship with um is. But I think she's is still attracted to Kylie? women. Is it a guy or a girl? Is he is Caitlin? She... Caitlin's a trans woman now. Yeah, Caitlin's yes, but a trans. Is she but with but a man. Or... She's with a woman. She's still married to. Is she's with um? What's her name? Chris. Chris Jenner. Yeah, because she's not married. I don't think they're still... uh, They're not together. They're not together, but I think Caitlyn is dating a woman. That's interesting. This thing gets (laughs) real, like... When it comes to the trans community, it's all about your identity. It has nothing to do with who you love. So you can be a trans woman who likes women or who likes men. It all all depends on who you like, not who Mm -hmm. you are. I really think... You know what I really think? As you said, mentioned before, I think education. Yep. Like educate and maybe... You know, you know, we, we, we have that fear of introducing kids um, to the whole I do. Rainbow I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, at, I, a, at a small age. But I, I think do. I think it could alleviate a lot of the... Because tr- imagine you're learning about, oh, men and women. Like, this is all you know. Mm-hmm. All your your edu- all your preschool, your primary school, high school, that's all you're educated to. But yet, you have these other feelings... So, of course, you try to suppress them and then you just feel so weird and you feel like a prisoner. You just feel like you're all alone because you're not educated on the other the other things that are out mm-hmm. there. I could see. I so, see you do you feel? So, what do you feel? You feel by educating children about something thing, other than heterosexuality going to influence them to be other I think, than... No. I think it goes, back, it goes back to what probably me and Jason were discussing even before this, whereas like you at that age, you probably are not of the maturity level to even talk about choosing what your identity is. I'm not saying, I'm not against you, you know, I'm just saying that's what's something I am struggling with now. It's like, if I have a boy child, if I have a, 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 a I, I give birth to, no, I can't give birth, but if I have a son, <laughs> just can't. You if know, you give no birth. No matter what, no matter what. <laughs> but I, I father, I father a, a son. Um, no, the thing is, I'm heterosexual. I am heterosexual. If my son turns out to be gay, I'll have to I'll have to accept him and do all of that. There's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm saying is this. I want I would love my son to grow up in the healthiest way possible. I would like him to grow up empathetic. I would like him to grow up knowing that he could cry and he could do all these things. But I don't want to the only thing I would not want to do is to confuse him. And give him way too much choices than he's able to grasp at whatever age he's able to grasp it. If my son comes home and I, if, if we, we father, we parent a child and we realize, okay, this child has some th- traits that, that are definitely on a spectrum other than heterosexual. Then we need to talk. This, is a, you, this, is, this child needs a special amount of attention for this. 
if it if it is that we have to give the top, we have to give the top. I don't I don't know. It's kind of funny for me to like to confuse children. I think your question is when do you start? Yes, my question is when, not not if. But when? But when? Again, which is why I. It's okay. Um, again, like I said before, it's an ongoing discussion. There is no correct age. I think you should know your child to know when he or she is ready. To, to have, to have that, that, that talk, talk. it's yeah. much like having the talk about the birds and the bees. Yes, anyway. you don't you don't have your talk with the birds and bees when the child is two years old. They might go to school and traumatize every child that's not ready to to descend and to have that information. And this is a dildo. Yes, <laughs> and my mommy says that sometimes you have to put your mouth on it. You know, like like no, it's, 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 I uh, I maybe I fe- I think I feel a little different about it. I feel that. There are ways in which you could educate children about certain topics that we feel are taboo that in a child-friendly way. Mm, I feel like there's ways that you could teach kids because I've met kids. I probably learned about the birds and the bees at a later stage in life. And I've met kids who are five years old who know about the birds and the bees Mm. bees in a child-friendly way. They Mm. don't know. Of course, they don't know anything Mm. about oral sex or anything like that. Mm. But they know about vaginas and penises and... Vaginas and penises meet together, and then you have a baby, as opposed to telling a child a Nancy story about cranes and. Of course, I don't believe in that at all. I I don't. I don't believe in that. And the mere fact that a child can ask. To me, when a child can ask, "Mommy, how was I born?" It's fine. Of course, of course. That's what I'm saying. But then I'm saying, I'm saying that you know, um, there should be a child-friendly way to explain to a child about. Uh, at any Sex, age, at, 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 cause, I completely cause agree. We, we, I, I don't think there's any point where we're not sexual beings. We are sexual beings. That's just who we are. I think Michael Jackson. I don't know <laughs> we are sexual beings. So I think that you should you should be able to explain to a child a five year if a five year old has a question. Because Stephen, I mean, I just I just feel like mm-hmm. as parents or as uh, an education system, it's our responsibility to educate children and to try to direct them with the best education possible. Mm-hmm. Children are exposed to so many things. So who would you prefer to tell your child about homosexuality? Do you prefer the TV mm-hmm. to tell your child about homosexuality? Or do you prefer your child to go down the street and meet a queer? You can't stop your child from seeing a queer person. You well, can't stop your child from seeing a homosexual person. So why are we so afraid of, of exposing children in our home or in our schools to this thing that they're going to see anyway? Let me jump in here. I think it, you raise a couple of points. One, you said if the child asks, you, there must be a way to explain to the child in a child-friendly way. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. If the child asks, I think what Stephen was 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 questioning is when do you have the talk? At what point should I get up and talk to my child? I think that he was coming from the angle of what if not prompted. Exactly. When yeah. if not prompted, should I take it upon myself to have this discussion with my child about the spectrum of sexuality, as it were? If the child comes to you and say, "Daddy." What does gay mean? Well, exactly, then, bam, you got to do it. You, you got to do, do it. it. And, and so no, but if not prompted, uh-huh. I, my, I, I stand by what I said before. If not prompted, you should know your child well enough to know when he or she is ready to have that talk. And mm-hmm. it might be at five, it might be at eight, it might be at ten, it might be at four. Mm-hmm. But, but once you, you know your child. You have to know what's going on with each other. Each child would be unique in when so, you provide so, okay. so this idea. Also, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Also, there was something that you said, there was something that you said and I wanted to stick a pin on it. Um, you were talking about um, if the child goes out there and sees queer, what, would I rather the child learn about um, the, the, the community from the television set? Now, I'm a firm believer in monitoring what the hell you see, you, you, your children are seeing, especially in the comfort of your own home. I am very much that. Also, I am not against in any way telling children about 
um, the spectrum or how it works or anything like that. What I have a what what I what I was saying is an issue for me, is preempt like preemptively striking and completely confusing an individual when they are not ready for this information. And I think it's quite possible that you could introduce to somebody to something anybody to something before they are ready and they misuse the information. Like I don't want my I don't want my child. The, the, the one thing I don't want, and it's it's probably just my own particular want. Want I don't want my child to 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 have uh or to have information and then they don't understand it. They go out. They misuse the information. They do things that are, are, are self destructive to them that they can't comp- they can't repair. Like you go out, you tell your child about oral sex. You tell your child about oral sex at five. They go out at five and they start experimenting oral sex in other children. I think that's a detriment to your child. Your child was not ready to learn about oral sex at the point when you told them about oral sex. All you did is stir the curiosity to go and start doing other people, children things. And other people, children who might not even be ready for that. You've created a situation that might be a little bit, not a little bit, but detrimental to your child and the community. I think you just got to be like, you, you got... Again, it, as Jason said before, I think it's an ongoing thing. Of course, thing. and that's why I agree. It's, it's, an, it's an ongoing thing. But however, there's still some things that, that, that you don't necessarily have control over. Again, you live, in a, you live in a place, you're not isolated. You live in a community, you see people every day. Your child may come across an interesting-looking oriented person. Mm-hmm. You understand? And they if, ask. Children ask. That's what I'm saying. Daddy, what's mommy? What's that? Who is that person? Why that person just like that? But I'm not even talking about it in like just for the because we have to be honest. A lot of the times, the education system picks up for what parents don't do because they're not always going to be parents. I think more likely than not, their parents are just going to never have these conversations with their kids. So what? How does it happen? What? How, what works in a school setting? Then, man, man, I understand. I'm, I'm neither a teacher. I don't even know if, if the question you're asking me is a teacher-based question. I, I'm just saying, what, when do we start educating our kids about Back to the same sexuality premise. inside of the school? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, as, as Mimi said before, um, I believe we can start at a younger age with the basics, as it were, as in how sex works. Mm-hmm. Um, and dismissed soul stork and cabbage patch nonsense. Yeah, I don't um, agree with that. But yeah, but as they grow up and they become in the teenage years and hormones start affecting them, there are going to be more specific questions that mm-hmm. need to be a- asked and, 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 and answered. And yeah, and so you you tailor make you, you tailor whatever discussion you're going to have with the with the age group uh, at home. You're going to know when is the correct time to have whatever discussion with your child. If it's you an, should it's, know. You should, should, you mm-hmm. should know. If mm-hmm. it's an institutionalized setting you're asking about, I think it should be a graduated, uh, much like teaching math. You start off with one plus one, mm-hmm. then you go to yeah. fractions and decimals yeah. and percentages, then you go to A squared plus B squared, and then you go on to a, a, a integrated calculus, as mm-hmm. it were. So as you go along uh, and the person grows, they should be more receptive and uh, and, to and more ready. complex, right? Um, to more complex, it, yeah. Disc, um, and that's all I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not okay. against. I'm not against. Memes by all means and accounts. I'm not saying that your child might not come at four and say, "Daddy, mommy, and I see sure two men walking <laughs> down the road today, and they were kissing." I don't understand. Bam. This at four. That's the time. It's just like you. You. You don't shut him down. You don't shut her down. Right. You don't say. That you know, you don't, don't you just educate, right? But then education, but then one child might be at four and the next child might be at eight. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the next show you might not be ready for that kind of understanding until they reach to six or six or seven. Which is why I say you should know your child. You should know your child and know mm-hmm. when your child should. is <laughs> and when your child is ready for that discussion outside of the actual prompting, the actual questions. Because you know, kids might not come and to you and ask. They might just see and be confused. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot, especially in terms of sexual things. Kids just see knows. and, and be because again I probably saw pornographic images years before I I don't even think I what? ever asked my mom or dad you know what? about penises and vaginas. That that and I think we me and you, we probably have to just do a lot better than our parents. Because I felt the same way. I felt like within we have to, and I said, I said, I, I may even taking it back. Like, no matter how Jason's y'all planning something. Right no, now. no, no. You said we have to do better than our parents. I'm like, y'all planning something together? Not, just, no, no, not no. just me and you, but just like all of us, all of us as, a, as, as a generation. We yeah. have to do better than our parents. I could talk about my specific situation. Within my home, I think my, my mother did a pretty good job, but she did it when I was more or less in, in teenage, the teenage years, mm-hmm. right? In my home when I was younger, I thought that any, talking about anything sexual, because of, we were in a very Christian, p- Pentecostal, very business out of home, I didn't feel comfortable talking to nobody about no sex in my house. You know, like, I, that wasn't even happening. You know, playing fine and going and going back to tell your mother you play fine and going, that is an absolute no-no. And then, but, and, and then exactly, and, and then again, this is not like, I'm not debating you or anything, I'm just emphasizing the point that we need to educate our kids on sex and sexuality at an early age because our kids are very sexual at very early ages. We're playing fine and true. going since we're like seven. Yeah, that, well, me don't know if it was so young for me. No, I distinctly remember playing fine and going and of course, you ain't really going in. You're just no, like no, walking no, up on somebody. But that is Sex, that's sex and sexuality. It is sexuality. But you know what's interesting? What and, and it goes even deeper into what I'm trying to say. You have to culminate a home that is open to inquisition, to open to, to the inquisitive mind. You chill like I don't know if my my parents probably did the very best that they could possibly do, but I feel when it comes to like allowing for that kind of curiosity or that openness, I don't think I necessarily had that when I was young. I can't remember ever having that kind of comfort level where it could be like daddy this is my penis you know what i mean like that that ain't happening you know like that, that wasn't the case and again i'm not bashing my parents i mean you learn more every generation you're supposed to be doing better mm-hmm. and i just think like in terms of children you have to be open for the, them communicating with you not just you communicating with them which i feel like that was the older the older form of it mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm speaking from coming in from that older generation. Are you really? Yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you're not. You're like, you're, like, you're like 35. <laughs> no, you are about 35. I am 44 I'm years old. Oh, wow. Mature. I am yes. 32, I know, Jason. I know, I know, I know. It's oil of olay and green tea. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I write, I'm writing notes, okay? I'm writing, I'm writing notes. notes. Write them notes. Write notes. Like I grew up in the seventies, and these type of conversations really were not had in my house. Mm-hmm. They they weren't. I also grew up in a very Christian centered household. There was lots of Christy Lane mm-hmm. and 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 Jim Reeves and Aretha Franklin oh and God, and Mahalia Jackson and lots of gospel in my house. Mm-hmm. So th- lots I, of church. Lots of church. Uh, th- so there wasn't really that. Lots of church. Oh boy. <laughs> There, so there wasn't really that this, the time for a discussion about sex and sexuality, much of which I had to learn because I sought it out myself. I read books, watched a lot of TV. Um, there was some talks about sex in school, not much. But it was, it was 
a, a longer period of discovery and exploration and on curiosity. Uh, yeah, yes, on my own. But because and and because there was that age gap between myself and the the, the students around me, mm-hmm. they were experiencing things that I just could not grasp. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess it gave me perspective. Because I wasn't swept up in the hormonal oh, tide okay. like oh everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you could observe it from a tide. safe distance. Yes. Yeah, that's there's a that, great depiction. It's an amazing the depiction. Hormonal that's exactly tide. what that's I felt. That's exactly how it was. Yes, that's how I felt. That, that, I just all of us. One day night having these tingling, tinglings, these stirrings, feelings, these stirrings. Oh my god! It's yeah. Like, what is this? What? What's going on down here? Yeah, what? that for me didn't happen until I was almost graduating high school. Oh my so. god! How awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, it was a different side, type of exploration for me. But um, yeah, so the whole, the, there there needs to be more communication on a whole, whether it's between parents and children about sex and sexuality, or between the heterosexual community and those who are outside of the heterosexual community. There just needs to be more communication and more openness and more understanding. Correct. Mm-hmm. Dismiss a lot of the myths you you heard before. Yeah. No, you will not get raped by a gay man if you sit down and talk with him. No, no. he does not want to, to have sex with you. No, if a he's man, not necessarily attracted to you. Just like you're not attracted as a heterosexual male to every single woman that you see. You know, I when I've tried to explain that, that parallel to straight men who are homophobic, the answer they get is like, yes, they are. I'm like, really? So that's every, not true. That's uh, a lie. Of course, it is. Of course, it's a lie. Dusty ass. <laughs> <laughs> Such behavior. <laughs> you see, you see what I have to show you. <laughs> I love it, but yeah, like I said, communication. We we are just so afraid to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's scary because we don't want to accept. We we want to be better. I think we want to be better than somebody else. <laughs> and if we could if we could trample on an entire society and say, mm-hmm. hey, look, you guys are worse after me. I'm better than you. Then it makes you feel better about yourself. And that's sad that we have to stoop that low in order to feel like a complete human being. Mm-hmm.